Welcome to the Pink Cloud Podcast. In this weekly podcast, we offer a supportive space where women share their personal experiences of getting sober and navigating sobriety while being young. In each episode, we deliver an amazing combination of heart-to-hearts and informative interviews with sober women without judgment. This podcast is about of necessity for like-minded women trying to seek and maintain sobriety while achieving more in their lives. Whether it's in sobriety, relationships, career, spirituality, mental health, or health and wellness. Created with sobriety, recovery, and sisterhood in mind, the Pink Cloud Podcast unites the voices of phenomenal women as we share deep and inspiring conversations of hope for a bright future. Hello and welcome to the Pink Cloud Podcast. I'm your sober host, Lisa H. And today I'm answering the top questions that I get or that I hear from people who are like starting to get sober or maybe early in sobriety. And so I'm going to go over those really quickly and hopefully some of the insight I give will help you out. So question number one, how do you actually know you're an alcoholic or if you're just going through a hard time? So that's a tough one. I actually experienced that. So I initially got sober. I had like hit this bottom and it was like this big financial bottom. This was in 2008 and, you know, I was in the mortgage industry and it was the subprime meltdown and everything was in foreclosure. And it was just this insane time in my life. And I quit drinking, you know, right in the midst of everything. I hit a bottom and everything kind of got a little bit better because I thought it was a financial problem. So, you know, I really did in the back of my mind, like I, I thought I had a problem, but really in the back of my mind, I thought, you know, you would drink too, if you went through what I went through. And so it is just a hard time. People around me were also telling me that, you know, it's just a hard time. It's just fine. It's, you know, it's rough right now. It's rough right now for everybody. And everyone around me was kind of going through something. And so, yeah, I thought that maybe it was just, you know, just a a phase that I was going through because everyone does. People always go through hard times and people, you know, sometimes people don't drink at all because they want to be able to face it head on and focus and you know, whatever. And then there's other people like alcoholics, people with drinking problems or whatever, or people in general who, you know, lean on alcohol and say, I need, I need something to get me through this. People take medication. There's different, you know, different avenues of healing or that people use to cope with things. And so, you know, I thought maybe it was that, but at the time I was like, I'm just not going to drink for now because I don't, I knew what was happening every time I drank and I could I wasn't dealing with my problems. I wasn't facing the solution. I was kind of digging myself into a bigger hole. And so I had quit, right. And I quit. I tried a little bit of 12 step stuff. I kind of like got a taste for it because I really didn't know what else to do. I didn't know like where else do you go when you have a drinking problem? Well, you know, you know where to go. So that's what I did. And I went for a little bit, got a lot of the literature, got a lot of the books and you know, so I moved, I moved out of state, I started this new career, I, you know, kind of like deviated away from everything I had been doing, that created my heart issue to begin with. And so, yeah, so I felt like a little bit better. And I I planned out drinking again, because I was like, okay, I'm through my hard time, right through this hard time. And I do want to drink again. But I'm going to do it kind of responsibly. So I planned this whole thing out. And it didn't really go very well. And, you know, from that point on, it was like another eight months that I was trying to figure out how to drink, you know, I'd gone through, you know, the quote unquote hard time times were still hard, but not like it was before. So, you know, I'm through my hard time 
and trying to navigate this new life and trying to incorporate drinking back in. And it just wasn't working for me. I was trying self-help stuff. So I was like hammered, like reading self-help books and like doing all these like different methods and things and, you know, positive affirmations and like, think your way sober. And I was doing all these things. And I just, I, I kept having problems with alcohol and I would drink, like go on a binge, you know, my drinking was different than it was the first time I got sober. I would like go on a binge and then I'd be sober for a couple of weeks. And it just started to scare the shit out of me. Like these things that I was doing just started to scare me. And so it was, my drinking looked totally different than it did before. Like totally different. It was me trying to control this thing that, that I could not control. So for me, you know, the hard time was gone, but yet I'm still not managing this alcohol. Like it was worse than it was before and I couldn't get a grip on it. And so then, you know, I, what I did is I went back into those 12 step rooms when all those people were saying all those things, cause I could relate to everything everyone was saying. And I went back in, I thought, you know what, let me just at worst, let me just, you know, admit I'm an alcoholic because once I know the problem, then I can find a solution. If I'm not admitting what the actual problem is, then you can't find a solution for it. I mean, if, if you're trying to treat something that's not, you're treating the wrong thing, then you're not going to get better. And so that's what I did. I started treating the problem and the problem was I was an alcoholic, right? So immediately, you know, started doing the things like quitting drinking, you know, and then get really getting to the root problem, which was working 12 step program. So, you know, it's hard to work a 12 step program, like if you're hammered. (laughs) And so that was how I found sobriety was through a 12 step program. And just, I had to do the research I had to do to realize that it wasn't just a hard time, you know, that it was in fact, because I have alcoholism, right? So yeah, so that is how I knew, you know, I, I quit drinking, I tried to manage it, I tried, I tried, trust me, I tried everything possible, except trying to quit permanently, because my God, I just love drinking. Like that was like my like, that's was my thing. I was a drunk. And you know, giving that up was like, I couldn't imagine my life without drinking. I couldn't imagine it. But I can't imagine my life now with drinking. And so for me, I knew I was an alcoholic and not just a hard time because when things got better or things changed, I was still drinking. So that's my answer to question one. Question two, what happens when you stop drinking and you feel worse? Oh my God, this is such a tough one. So this is so hard because I'm just to be honest, that happens you know, first time I quit drinking, I was like pink cloud. Oh my God. Everything is great. The sun is shiny. The birds are singing. Oh, there's birds. Like what the fuck? Like I could hear like chirping (laughs) and I could see the trees and the colors and the sky and the leaves. And I was just so like my senses, they weren't numbed anymore. So I was like hypersensitive to everything. And like, life is so beautiful. And I have this hope, you know, this hope for like a future and everything just felt really great. I wasn't in pain. I wasn't hungover. Everything was so good, right? Stuff was great. I had a plan moving forward, how I was digging myself out of this hole. It was great. Okay. But two experiences. So that was the first time getting sober. So the next time I got sober, the very final time, this last time around, I felt like shit. I didn't feel good. So I stopped drinking and I felt worse. So I know how, how it is. And 
you know, so I, I quit drinking. I feel terrible. I have no alcohol to numb it. Right. Cause I, I didn't want to drink. Like I didn't want to drink, but I didn't know how to live and I didn't know how to be sober. And so I felt like shit. I felt terrible, but I kept doing what I knew I was supposed to do. I was going to meetings. I wasn't drinking. I was doing all of these things. I stopped hanging around, you know, people that were drinking, started hanging around people in recovery group, blah, blah, blah. So I started doing everything I was supposed to do and I still didn't feel good. So what I did is I was 30 days sober and I thought that I like, I can't live in my skin right now. And I went to the outpatient program, the original one that I had, you know, got sober and I detoxed in before. And I talked to the counselor there and I said, I'm crazy. Like, can you please just lock me up? Because I don't know how to live. I don't like, I don't feel right. Nobody should have to live feeling like this and please lock me up. I don't know how to function because that's how I felt. Like, I felt like I was going through the motions of life and like, just like felt so Oh my God. I felt everything. I felt so uncomfortable in my skin. I'm like, this can't, this can't be it. Like this can't be like, I can, you know, I'm like drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes, like, you know, around the clock. And just, I mean, it was, I felt like I, like I'm not suicidal and I wasn't suicidal, but if I was, I would have been, you know, I'm like, okay, it wouldn't be half bad if I either got incarcerated or like I died, <laughs> like either one of those seemed like a good, like they sounded okay to me. So I thought, you know, what else can I do? I'll go to rehab and just lock me up or, or I'll have to like go commit a crime that I, that I can go to jail for. So that someone will lock me up, please, because I can't care for myself right now. So I go to, you know, I'm talking to counselor and I said, I'm crazy. And, you know, she assures me, she's like, you're, you know, you're not crazy, but you know, you're sober. I said, yeah. She's like, okay, probably need an outpatient program. Told me about the outpatient program. And so that's what I did. I went through the six weeks outpatient program. So I sought outside help, you know, so I had 12 step and then therapy and counseling. And so I had all of these things that I knew because I knew drinking wasn't an option, but I did feel worse when I stopped drinking. Like that's part of it. That's part of the recovery process is like, you know, we think like all of a sudden, so we've been in self-destruct mode for years, you know, some people's decades, you know, I was running wild for like, you know, for 10 years, like running crazy. And then all of a sudden I think that I'm going to stop one day and like my life's going to completely change. I'm going to feel better. It's like, no, I mean, it's a whole process. It's like, it's the same thing with, you know, Oh, I want to lose weight. Okay. I'm gonna go on diet. Oh, it didn't work after a week. Well, no shit. I mean, you've been eating fast food for 10 years and you think you eat one salad and you're going to feel better. It's like, no, but I mean, that's how we want it, but that's not the reality of it. You know, the reality of it is, is it takes time and it took a little bit of time. And it's like, you know, they have those cliche sayings and recovery. It's like, don't leave five minutes before the miracle. And that's because it's like, it gets really fucking hard sometimes before it gets really fucking good. And that's just the reality of it is like, you know, having to face these things and feel these things without any type of substance, without any type of numbing it. And sometimes that shit is hard. And that's just the way that it is. You know, I didn't have a pink cloud with me this last time that that was long gone. Okay. So there was no pink cloud. It was just raw emotion dealing with the consequences of my actions and having to put one foot in front of the other and, you know, get my life back on track. It was either that or drink. 
you know, and keep doing what I was doing, but that wasn't, that wasn't working either. I mean, that drinking, like I knew that I was an alcoholic. Okay. So I came to that conclusion because I tried, my God, I tried to drink normal and I just couldn't. Okay. So then here I am. All right. I'm an alcoholic. So what happens now? I don't feel great. I want to feel good. I want to stomp my feet on the ground, you know, and pout like a little kid and throw fit and say, I deserve to feel good all the time. Well, that's not the case because that's reality. It's part of maturity and growing up. And so, yeah, you feel like shit sometimes before you feel better, you know, and people like, you know, that's the real, that's what we call relapsing, right? People don't feel good. They say it's not working, right? It's not working like this this recovery isn't working. This isn't working. Well, it is working. It's just not like an instant fix all, you know, it just doesn't fix right away. You know, it doesn't fix the destruction that we've done for that many years right away. Like you have to put in some work. And so I wanted it to be quicker. I wanted it to happen quicker. I would see people in these meetings that were like, have the same amount of time as me, right. The same amount of sobriety as me. And they would just talk and like, I just felt like they got it, you know, that they had something that I didn't have. And they like, I'm like, where, what are they reading this book? And like, they had all these friends and they had all these people around and, and like, you know, they'd been sober as long as I was. I'm like, how, where, like, where, where are they going? Like, what are they doing that I'm not doing that? I like, I want some of that, but you know what? It's like some of those people relapse, you know, it's just, you. it's an inside job. And it's like, you have to do it because no one's going to do it for you, you know, and there's no outside answer. There's no external thing. There's no quick fix. It's just really like inside work and getting to the root problems and fighting your demons and facing them. And that doesn't feel good. <laughs> and so it's going to feel bad. So it's that saying, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better, but it does, you know, and it does get better. And like the bottoms and like the low parts of my life now are way better than any low part that I had. I like my lows right now are like my highs when I was drinking, you know, and it just, yeah. So that's the answer to that question is that, you know, you stop drinking and sometimes it feels worse. So I hope that those answers to those questions helped you out. It's something that I've gone through. And if I've gone through it, I'm no different than any other sober person. And so you guys have probably gone through it too. So I hope this was helpful and don't forget to like subscribe and write a review. If you love this podcast, that's how we get listeners. We're not doing any type of advertising. And so it was just from the listeners liking, subscribing and writing a review. So we will see you or hear from you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the pink cloud podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others find the show and we really appreciate it. We'll catch you in the next episode.